It's Monday, October 17th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Chinese leader Xi Jinping on Sunday called for faster military development and announced no change in policies that have strained relations with Washington and tightened the ruling Communist Party's control over society and the economy. China's most influential figure in decades spoke as the party opened a Congress that was closely watched by companies, governments, and the public for signs of official direction. It comes amid a painful slump in the world's second-largest economy and tension with Washington and Asian neighbors over trade, technology, and security. Party plans call for creating a prosperous society by mid-century and restoring China to its historic role as a political, economic, and cultural leader. Beijing has expanded its presence abroad, including a multi-billion dollar belt and road initiative to build ports and other infrastructure across Asia and Africa, but economists warn reversing market-style reform could hamper growth. The Congress will install leaders for the next five years. Xi, who is 69 years old, is expected to break with tradition and award himself a third, five-year term as general secretary and promote allies who share his enthusiasm for party dominance. In other news, Russia launched a fresh wave of Iranian-made drones to attack central Kyiv in the early hours of Monday, Ukrainian officials said, as Moscow presses a campaign targeting Ukraine's energy infrastructure before the onset of winter. Rescue workers pulled 18 people from the rubble of a residential building that was damaged by a strike. One person was found dead among the debris while another remains trapped, as authorities cordoned off a section of the city center and emergency services worked to put out a blaze. Russian forces have increasingly turned to targeting civilian infrastructure in Kyiv and other cities as winter approaches, disrupting electricity and fuel supplies. Ukraine's western partners have pledged to strengthen the country's air defenses in the wake of the missile and drone attacks in recent weeks that often now target the heart of the capital, Kyiv. Meanwhile, the protest movement sweeping Iran spread to a Tehran prison known as a symbol of political repression in a new challenge to the Islamic Republic, with detained dissidents chanting anti-government slogans before violence erupted and a deadly fire engulfed the facility. Authorities said the fire killed four inmates and blamed a planned escape attempt on Saturday for the mayhem at Evan Prison, a complex in North Tehran erected by the Shah five decades ago. The melee started in a ward of the prison that houses inmates convicted of financial crimes and other criminal offenses, but quickly spread to areas where political prisoners and dissidents are held, prompting guards to bring in reinforcements and firefighters to put down the protests and extinguish the fire, according to officials and human rights activists. By Sunday morning, authorities said they were back in control, but the unrest marked another indication that the country's Islamic leadership is facing one of the gravest tests in its 43-year existence. Back in the West, the U.S. and Canada sent armored vehicles and other supplies to Haiti on Saturday to help police fight a powerful gang, amid a pending request from the Haitian government for the immediate deployment of foreign troops. The U.S. State Department statement said the equipment was bought by Haiti's government, but it did not provide further details on the supplies flown on military aircraft to the capital of Port-au-Prince. A spokesman for the U.S. Military Southern Command said he could not provide further details on the supplies sent, though he added it was a joint operation involving the U.S. Air Force and Royal Canadian Air Force. The equipment arrived more than a month after one of Haiti's most powerful gangs surrounded a fuel terminal and demanded the resignation of Prime Minister Ariel Henry. And 
the members of K-pop band BTS will serve their mandatory military duties under South Korean law, effectively ending a debate on exempting them because of their artistic accomplishments. Big Hit Music said the band's oldest member, Jin, will revoke his request to delay his conscription at the end of the month and undertake the required conscription steps. The six other members also plan to serve in the military, according to the company's notice to financial regulators, which it described as management-related information that could possibly affect investment decisions. Big Hit issued another statement on Twitter saying the company and BTS members are looking forward to reconvening as a group again around 2025, following their service commitment. Now you know, and you're ready to go with The Morning News. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.